Hello and happy boo year to all you horror heads out there. We are back for another year of the graveyard shift. My name is Mike and I never worked the graveyard shift alone. Please say hello to the guy who is not as sweet as our villain. Is gingerbread sweet? Or, I mean, I guess if you put icing on it or something. Anyway, whatever. Here's Rich. <laughs> I, I'm i not quite sure how to take that. Uh, but uh, glad to be here. Um, I'm, wow, what a movie. It was, it was, oh, it was, yeah. it was a movie. It was yeah. a movie Today's by definition, movie, a movie. <laughs> Today's movie, which was suggested by Eric as penance for some of the movies I've made him watch. So, Eric, this episode is for you. And what episode is it? Well, today's episode is Run, Run As Fast As You Can. Because we watched The Ginger Dead Man. Oh boy, this movie. It was directed by Charles Band, written by William Butler and Dominic Moore. More like moronic, but whatever. <laughs> Produced by Charles Band. And he, Charles Band, has... Uh, done some uh, other stinkers like Hollow uh silent night deadly night five the toy maker which we just covered for the chris massacre mm -hmm. and this is on uh actually worse than that and that movie was pretty bad <laughs> and uh it was also produced by jethro roth kushel with cinematography by keith j duggan edited by danny draven with music by Roger Ballinger, produced by Full Moon Features, the same people that gave us uh, Puppet Master series. Hmm. Oh, boy. There we go. <laughs> and distributed by Full Moon Entertainment and Talos Entertainment, released August 30th, 2005, with a runtime of 75 minutes. Seven Starring. Wait, what? 75 minutes? Uh, yep. I think I got an edited down version then. Mine was like uh, an, I want to say like an hour or like 57 minutes or something. You watched the Elvira version. I, uh, I know. So I know. But the, the so the Elvira, the El Elvira version was an hour and I want to say 15 minutes long. But that included a three to five minute intro with her. A seven-minute outro with her music and credits, um, as well as like one stop or something in the middle of the movie. So you take that all away, and you've got like an hour or something like that. Like me and my wife are sitting there trying to calculate it, going like, "This is like a really short movie." Oh, thank. I God mean, it like was. it wasn't bad. That was probably good that it was that short. <laughs> Shit, but that I think I might have gotten Shit. an edited down version. Is all I'm saying. Hold on, I need to make sure I wrote that down as a good, unless you did, that it was actually pretty short. <laughs> I I think I did, actually. Yes, I did. Okay. So, this movie does not have a critical score on Rotten Tomatoes, but it has an audience score of 28%. Sounds about right. And this stars Gary Busey as Millard Findelmeyer, a.k.a. the Ginger Dead Man. Sydney Robin Sidney as Sarah Lee, Ryan Locke as Amos Cadbury, Alexia Ailman as Lorna Dean, Jonathan Chase as Brick Fields, Margaret Bly as Betty Lee, Daniela Melgoza as Julia, 
Newell Alexander as James Lee, James Snyder as Jeremy Lee, and Larry Cedar as Jimmy Dean. Wow, these are all food names. <laughs> huh. That's like the wittiest thing in this entire fucking movie. E.D. Biddlecombe, that's the actor's name, not the character's name, as Millard's mom. Deborah Meyer as Nurse 1 and Casey Shank <laughs> as Nurse 2. <sighs> and we got yeah, some trivia. We're stopping there, right? We're stopping at Nurse 1 and Nurse 2, right? <laughs> yeah, they were the last people to show up. Okay. So we got some trivia. Uh, in Finland, this movie is known as Deadly Gingerbread. And in Mexico, it's known as Macabre Sweets. Hmm. And uh, one more bit of trivia. The Ginger Dead Man was originally intended to have a very different design and be CGI rather than a puppet. Oh, my God. There's so many of them, too. I'm I not actually... sure which one would have been worse, what we got or what we could have got. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. But let's uh, get on with the show. <laughs> I mean, like, that would probably be like just like asking, like, which turd would be the smelliest? Yeah. Like, there's no good outcome. There, there is no good universe you can visit. Yeah. To be like, oh. Well, I'm like, like oh. as somebody who, like, works with food for a living, too, like, the actual food part of this movie pissed me off. <laughs> oh, yeah, you work in a kitchen, so you probably saw what went on in this kitchen, and you're like, oh. Like, this I can't wait to hear your perspective. Yeah. <laughs> this might anyway. be the one time where you actually have a your perspective that would contribute to the theme of the movie. Fuck you. You need to start watching more like more kitchen-based horror movies, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and then me and Brandon can uh, contribute more. Oh, fuck. I tried to get him here, but, you know, too much. It turns out that the holidays are a bad time to get people <laughs> to commit to uh, about an hour of watching and an hour of recording. <laughs> Apparently, during the holidays, people don't even have an hour. Well, it's probably hours. why we're recording this at 1230 in the morning. So... On with the goods. <laughs> All right. We always start with the goods and we start with me. Uh, uh, Robin <laughs> Sidney is a good start. gorgeous. Uh. <laughs> uh, she also played Missy in FDR American Badass, which was a much better movie Don't and probably just one. as much of a horror. I can get it to you. It is quite entertaining and funny. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so what's your first good? Um, well, for me, the version that I watched, as you uh, mentioned before, was the Elvira version. So the very first thing that I saw when this movie started, which I have to say, because uh, I watched it with my wife and she was just kind of like, whatever, like, I'll just, you know, sit there with you and it'll just be on. But I'm just there with you. I'm not there to watch the movie. Sort of thing, right? And, but we both got really confused at first when Elvira came on um, and not an actual movie. But then after a minute or two, because her she had a long intro. <laughs> did you remember uh, very who Elvira was and what she did? No, I know who she is and what she does. So I've met her. Like, she's she awesome. She introduces movies. Yeah. No, no. Well, I mean, yeah, sure. I just, yeah. I uh, yeah. When she was on was TV, not she would introduce a movie. So you really should have expected that. I'm not, uh, but I wasn't expecting the Elvira version. I was just expecting a normal movie is what I'm I trying to say. I told you three times, this one's the Elvira version. Yeah, and I and lost the, the link like four times. And the thumbnail so. has her face on it. 
I lost the link like four times. Anyway, she's How my you first. Lose the link in a chat. It stays there by being lazy. Uh, you're welcome so anyway. to the secret. You're we're, welcome to the secret backdoor pilot of Technobabble, where we're bringing back tech discussions into the into the horror podcast. Oh this is God. us are like trying to revive the mo- trying to revive my first podcast for 2022. <laughs> That's a bad. Nobody wants that. All right, what's your next good? Uh, well, I got to scratch my next bed because Elvira's still hot and funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, you said you were going to save, uh, that it was actually very short. Uh, it was one of your goods, so. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, like, it, it, it was. I can't believe how short it was. Even, even the, the version that you would have watched, which was 73 minutes, if you take out, because I actually, and this, I, okay. I'm going to have to skip ahead. I'm going to have to skip ahead. The credits at the beginning. I like, and I actually wrote down credits for breakfast. But credits at the beginning of a movie is such a rare thing, right? So you have to take out... Um, is that, it? I, I think it, it for a movie that I see, I don't know. I don't see a lot of credits at the beginning. At least not long credits like that. Anyway, you take out, you know, that credit time and the credit time at the ending. And this movie is still only just over 60 minutes long, probably. Um so it's a pretty damn short movie, which ended up being a very good thing for its own sake, I would say. Definitely. And our sake. Yes, for sure. So my next good is a line in the movie where uh, I think it was one of the girls or the guy calls him the Killsbury Doughboy. Yes. Oh my God, yes. That made me chuckle. Yeah. There was actually a few lines like that that I uh, laughed out loud, especially from the, uh, the actual G- uh, ginger dead man. I don't, uh, I didn't write any of them down. Unfortunately. Um, I was, that's what notes are for. Yeah, I know. But I was, my hands were indisposed at the moment. Um, anyway, the writing for what it was, was corny as shit, you know, but it was, it was decent enough for like, I don't know. Like I take this movie at, as just at face value. And uh, it was corny and it was terrible, but it was also kind of fun and it was short, so it wasn't that bad. And like those little lines every once in a while of like Pil- uh, Killsbury Doughboy really, uh, really got me giggling. Well, if you, li- if you like puns and cheap puppets, you need to see Jack Frost. I have seen Jack Frost. Did you see Jack Frost 2 where he goes to Hawaii? I don't know. Probably not, but I, I think you. I like this movie because <laughs> I am yeah, of well, the twenty-eight <laughs> percent. Well, also Jack Frost also has uh, the girl from American Pie getting well fucked to death in her tub. So, oh, I've seen that, that movie. Scene. You've sent me that scene. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, what he does in Hawaii is fucking wild. Because, again, you think, like, oh, it's Hawaii. How's he not going to melt? But that's not a problem for him anymore. And then it, it gets it gets weird, but we're not going to get number... We're not going to get Jack Frost 3 because... Wow. <laughs> it, I, I keep thinking it's it's funny when it's not funny. But the sheriff, the guy who twice fights Killer Snow, died in real life in an avalanche. <laughs> Well, all I know See, is it's that not funny, but you fucking laughed. All I know is that what Gary Busey did in Waco 
It was dangerously delicious. Get it, Waco? Because that's where the film takes place. Is Waco? Oh, huh. Waco. Well, I know and then, Waco. And then the accents the were all off. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your good his accent. No, no, that was a bad. That was definitely bad. But you're skipping around, so. No. Well, my next good anyways, though is the yes. crazy drunk ass mom. Oh my god, she was so funny. Going out in front of the store um, because they've got this weird, crazy B plot, right? About um, their bakery where this ta- this all takes place at a bakery, right? And so the, um, I guess, what is it? Antagonist? Her and her mom? They're the antagonist? That's the protagonist. Protagonists, whatever. I'm not down with these fancy words. So the protagonists... They, they they own a bakery and there's this like new fancy bakery slash restaurant slash like hippy dippy you know whatever hipster place popping up next door or something from the, with this rich cowboy dude who's got a little asshole teenage daughter that can be the uh antagonist to our protagonist later um and she gets all drunk the the mother of our main antagonist um <laughs> Uh, gets all drunk and just starts shooting her shotgun at the guy's front door across the street. Uh, starts what? She just starts oh, shooting right. her shotgun at the sign <laughs> on the building. Oh, God. It reminded me of like Bob and Jimmy Pesto on from oh, Bob's Burgers, but like if it was like next level. I've never seen Bob's Burgers, but that was that you was should. Very it's fucking fun. good. It was very uh, funny. I quite enjoyed um, the mother throughout the entire movie. Uh, she was one of the better parts. I found just hilarious every time she was on scene. She was just like over the top, just so so ridiculous. It's amazing. <clears throat> so her for sure. My next good is uh, her friend when she gets attacked by the Pillsbury guy, and they find her in the freezer covered with whipped cream from head to toe and she's got like cherry nipples oh gosh ah. that got it it took 43 minutes but it gave me uh. a good hearty laugh uh. and 43 minutes in a one hour movie so yeah you know. I know I, that was a groaner for me no that's a no for me that's a no go <laughs> sir Nope, nope, nope. What's, uh, uh, okay, so, my, so what's your next good? My next good is, oh my God, it's actually fucking Gary Busey. Um, I, I was just like, holy shit. Again, I didn't, like, I go into these things blind. I don't look anything up, you know. I, I don't do that in my regular life either. I don't really, you know, watch trailers or anything. And uh, so I didn't know that Gary Busey was going to be in this until he was in it. And I was like, holy shit, it's fucking Gary Busey. (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Let's get her done. He's he's fallen short from his last appearance on our our movie, which on our show, which was uh, when he was in the movie Silver Bullet, which was a werewolf movie where he plays the uncle of a uh, crippled boy. And he makes him a uh, wheelchair full of like, uh, like a like a gas engine and and some shit to help him get around and even like a fireworks launcher. <laughs> so he ends up like fighting the werewolf with it. It's pretty fucking good and he plays like a good uncle in it. 
That's pretty funny. And, and he ends up like getting tossed around a room like the fucking guy in Terminator in that first scene when uh, the Terminator walks in on the couple in bed. He basically, Gary Busey gets thrown around the room like that guy. So, you know, you want to see Gary Busey cussing up a storm, drinking like a, drinking like hell. And, you know, you know, the way he walks and talks, like, I'm pretty sure that bottle was real. Yeah. Or he gets to be like a sweet uncle bonding with his nephew, also being like a real shithead and then getting beat, getting the shit kicked out of him by a werewolf. What more do you want in a fucking movie from Gary Busey? Yep. Well, so, exactly. I, I was so happy with that. So seeing him in this, I, I had hopes. Yep. And 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 that was that that was my mistake. I hoped. <laughs> well, and that the the first scene with him in this, and it's so funny because I like I would love to know what he got paid for this movie because he basically showed up for one day of filming, and then did the rest <laughs> voiceover, right? Um, and you can just imagine he was in the studio for like an hour max doing his lines. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, but like the one day that he was on scene, he's he's full on Busey. Like he just he pulled his Busey out and just put it out there for the world to see, right on he camera. Pulled the Busey out and did a helicopter with it. And- yeah. Oh man, like oh, did he ever? And it was great. It's so great. And like uh, my favorite part too is when uh, what was it? The brother. Um, comes over and he's like, no, you need to stop being mean or something. And Busey was like, what are you talking about, you pansy? You're talking like a pansy. And he was like, okay, stop being mean. And he was like, and now you sound like my science teacher. Stop being mean. And now you sound like my gym teacher. Stop being mean. Like, he just like, it was so funny. And then. He like let the kid try to grab the gun, but then pulled him down and stabbed in the back and like a bunch of times. Oh, it was so great. Oh, it was so great. Like he busied the fuck out. Yeah, he, he, only, he was only in it. it was amazing. He was in it for like six minutes. And God, you, you got to see the talent in him and you're like, you know what he's capable of. Then the rest of the movie, you hear the lines and you see that the rest of the shit going on. And you're like. You can't really blame Busey for for what happened in this movie because the man can deliver when given direction. Like, if you give him a good scene, he'll fucking give you a good scene. <laughs> you give him shitty lines, he'll give you shitty lines. <laughs> it's true. So, my next good is Brett, who causes the whole movie with his fucking idiocy. And we'll get into what that idiocy is later oh he's the um uh the iron baker or what the fuck was it yeah billy the butcher yeah billy the butcher baker Baker. yeah Yeah. butcher baker candlestick maker whatever the fuck it is yeah yeah so he starts the movie with his idiocy and then he thinks oh yeah i'm just gonna eat the bad guy so he does and he dies from his idiocy so that's a plus He's a he's a hateful, annoying. I was about to say how this is going to be good. So funny. Uh, okay, well, my next good is like, hey, cool. This takes place in my, you know, in in my my area of expertise. So that I thought that was entertaining. I was like, this is going to be in a kitchen or a bakery or something. Like, I got to see a bunch of Hobart machines. Some of them really big. Some of them I've worked with before. A what machine? A Hobart machine. That's those are the uh, the dough mixers that they were using. The giant dough uh, mixers. They're called Hobarts, or at least that's. Like a, it's like saying Kleenex, like there are other brands, but Hobart is like, you know, the main, you know, fancy brand that like everybody kind of gets except for the cheap people. 
sort of thing, right? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so uh, it was kind of cool to see that, and you know, see equipment that I'm that I recognize, and you know, facilities uh, that I recognize and stuff like that. Um, the dimensions you, seemed okay, kind of off on. though, because the back you, of the I, store seems like the size of a fucking warehouse, and the front of the store looks very small. In a kitchen with a walk-in oven. Um, no, but I know that stuff like that sort of exists. Like, I mean, I guess actually, I mean, I guess I have because like there I've worked in kitchens where they have, um, ovens that you just roll a rack and roll into. So, I mean, I yeah, guess I can if, understand if, an if, oven that things would roll in and out of, but no matter how hot that thing gets, a person would have to walk in if it's a walk-in oven mm. to get the item. So you're making someone walk into a 400 degree spot. Well, even no, well, I mean, they can, they can walk in gloves. Oh, when they walk in to get him originally. Oh yeah. It's stupid as fuck. Yeah. It's like a fucking closet. That's an oven. Yeah. No. The, well, I mean, the ones that I've worked with are, that was more like a, uh, small, like your cold storage room or something, like your basement storage room or something, you know? like Yeah, it was like a freezer, but in reverse. Like, yeah. A, a walk-in freezer, but reverse. Yeah, exactly. I haven't seen anything that big myself, but I mean, they probably exist, so. Yeah. Well, anyway. the concept is stupid because anybody walking into some spot that's going to be like four to 500 degrees would probably have to wear like a full, like a like a volcano suit to walk in there. Yeah, it does seem kind of weird. Just to gr- just to grab a tray and walk out. I I don't think you would use it for baking, like for food. You'd probably have to. That would be for industrial use or something, probably, right? Yeah, or like a, yeah, or like a, like an industrial kiln. For, yeah, that's like, what I mean. Yeah, 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 for heating up pots and shit. Yeah, that's 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 what I meant. Yes, thank you. Yes. Okay, so uh, my last good, final good, is back to Elvira, because at the end of Elvira's presentation, she just fucking unloads. <laughs> On Gary Busey, something fierce. Oh yeah, that was great. Like she says, Ginger Ginger Dead Man isn't a ripoff of Chucky, but up Chucky. And if Buddy Holly knew that Busey would play him in the movie, he would have crashed the plane himself. Oh my god, I like I I freaked out when she said that, and my wife was like, "What? What?" And I was like, "You didn't fucking hear that shit? (laughs) That was so fucking. I never heard her get that wild. Yeah, and that was intense. Then she talks about making her own gingerbread man and dunking him in milk, and all you hear is the voice like, "Oh no, don't do that to me now." Oh yeah. Oh fuck, it's Mr. Bill. Remember Mr. Bill? Are you asking me or the listeners? Listener. The one who can reply. Oh, then no, I don't. Oh, man, Mr. Bill was a big thing in the 80s. I don't know if it was Saturday Night Live or or somewhere else, but it got around. It was uh, some guy uh, with a uh, friend called Mr. Bill, and he was a claymation guy, and he would, like, walk around and say, like, hey, let's go on an adventure, and, and then he would, like, end up smashing the clay puppet, and there'd always be, like, the off-screen voice going, like, oh, no! Nope. Nope. I uh, the only claymation I remember as a kid from quote unquote the eighties would be uh, I guess Gumby or the California Raisins. That's all well, I do a little search. Yeah, do a little quick search for Mister Bill. You'll uh, you'll see what I mean. Okay. So, but you'll be doing that later because right now we're getting to the bads, and we always let the guests draw first blood, or in this case, take a first bite. And look, it's 20, even with all the banter stretching us out, we've made this about 25 minutes in. 
not even 25 minutes in 24 minutes and we're already at the bads i mean to be fair though we padded this we fucking padded. i was gonna say you you spent about five minutes talking about other fucking movies at least so (laughs) anyway my first bad is butcher the baker hailing from hell's kitchen but having the complete wrong accent Because at one point he's talking to the girl and he's like, oh, how did I know that the boy from Hell's Kitchen would end up here? And yet he sounds like a fucking country yokel or something. I was just like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Like, this is not right. Um, So that was that was that was bad. Oh, I fucking hated Brett all the fucking way. Actually, no, I, I have to say other than that one thing, I fucking loved him. I mean, he's a wrestling oh, no, fan, no, no. man. Like, we got to stick together. You know, he's my okay, man. Here, here's why he's fucking bad. Because when to we first bone. see him in the in the movie, he like they're making uh, gingerbread in the oh, in the Hobart oh, no, machine. See, now you're gonna start skipping ahead on me now, and I'm gonna have to interject, and I'm gonna have to start. Well, using up more you of skipped my ahead notes. with you skipped ahead with fucking Brett. Uh, okay, then I'll save that bad for later. But we're gonna talk about Brett later. The first bad is the first kill has the lady getting shot in the head and you can see her breathing while slumped over the father was just an absolute fuck the father was just a fucking dumbass like i'm gonna rush a guy who has a gun already trained on me not like it's in his pocket and i'm counting on him fumbling no he had the gun looking right at you hand trigger everything and you decide to charge him while taunting him Fuck you, Dad. You're dumb. You're fucking dumb. And that boy, he just wouldn't shut the fuck up. Everything about this scene was dumb. And it gets confusing because at the end, he like has a little bang, bang. And he shoots like, I got, Mom told me got to finish what I start. So he takes shots and he makes like a yeah noise when he's done. And then we see she's clearly alive. But he was shooting. What did he hit? Yeah. No, I know. Dumb. I agree. Everything. Yep. Okay. So my next bad <laughs> is uh, actually the setup for, uh, and I forget the other the, the guy's uh, fucking character name. Uh, it might be in front of me. But like the, uh, oh, Amos. No, Amos. Um, who actually, like, I don't know if, if you agree with me here. Uh, whoa, oh, what was that guy's name? who is in uh, Suicide Squad, the guy that doesn't have any powers, that was in love with the fucking Psycho Witch from the first movie, General fucking Patton or whatever the fuck. No, 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 the fucking military dude that doesn't have any fucking powers. Ryan Cena? No, no, no. John Cena. No, 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 the fucking military guy that's there to... John Cena was the military guy in Suicide Squad. No, John Cena was the peacemaker. He was peacekeeper. Yeah, I know. That's not... That's a fucking superhero. The actual fucking military person that goes on the fucking mission with them. I'm talking about the first one, too. Uh, Oh, oh, Jim Flagg? Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Fucking... uh, So this Amos Cadbury dude looks like a fucking Dollar uh, dollar General fucking uh, Captain Flagg. (laughs) And a dollar store gym flag. Yes. yes. And then on top of that, he comes in out of nowhere with like basically no setup. And we're supposed to know that uh, they have a previous like relationship of knowing each other. And then, yes, they kind of do try to explain it like later, like a movie should do if you presented it like that. But it's just done and done terribly. And it's just 
Oh, it was so annoying because like the oh yeah the chem- oh, the man. chemistry was so fucking terrible. No, well, I mean, like I felt like I was like I thought that the chemistry between Amos and um oh what the fuck is her name uh, was it Sarah I guess probably um the main the main Baker girl um I thought yeah, their Sarah. chemistry was pretty good but the the setup for their chemistry was shit and I didn't know I was like okay like yeah. these people don't know each other but like they're talking like they fucking their best friend like are they dating already like why why are they talking like there this is there is there a thing happening in the back are they cheating on each other like how do they know each other like they their cadence was just so uh I felt pretty good and so I was just very confused as to why they didn't know each other, but then did know each other, but then didn't know each other. We were supposed to think that they knew each other, but didn't know each other, but then did know each other. Yeah. So. He gets introduced to someone else's boyfriend, but not like, and also her old school friend. Yeah. Yeah. But then they, they felt like they were, anyway, that's my bad. Go forth. Oh, yeah. With yours. Well, the bad, the bad writing happens before people even start acting. Because Gary Busey doesn't even get top billing in the credits. <laughs> like, they're not even writing the credits properly here. You got Gary Busey in this, and you save him for the fucking end? No! You got Gary Busey, you're like, Gary Busey as the ginger dead man. But it says, like, in the credits, it goes like, Gary Busey as Millard Findelmeyer, and also the voice of... Why not just as the ginger dead man? Like, yeah, you're pat, you're patting out the screen, and also only his character gets named in the beginning. No one else does. It's just like the actors' names, and then Gary Busey as Millard Fillmore, and it's just fucking off-putting. Like, it's you don't know what you're fucking trying to do here, and you're not consistent in it. Yeah, that's a pretty good bad. So my next bad Thank you. is um, how, like, so again, the proportions of, of this building, of this magical building. Um, so if you look at it from the outside, it looks like, I don't know, maybe it's like 20 feet wide or 40 feet wide by like 50, 60 feet long sort of thing. Like it's a, it's not a big, like that's like the size of like a normal business, right? Like a small, you know, on main street style fucking business, right? And yet when the mother's in the back, the the old drunk mom getting chucked <laughs> the like fuck fu- up. Uh, it's, it's like a, a fucking it's, Amazon warehouse. It's like an Amazon fucking warehouse and she's screaming <laughs> at the top of her lungs and they're out the front talking about fucking I don't know, fucking swiping left or some bullshit, and they can't hear her. The um, mom in the back is just oh, it was just in, infuriating. And I, I, I'm so surprised they hear. I'm I'm surprised they heard her opening fire on the business across the street. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah, exactly right. If you if you're in the back of that kitchen, you wouldn't fucking know. Yeah. Okay. Your next bad. Uh, my next bad is who the fuck wears cloaks? Seriously. Because when the the gingerbread mix, and I saying that in obvious quotes, gets dropped off, uh, Sarah answers the door, and we see some old lady walking away in a cloak like a fucking uh, Brothers Grimm fairy tale. <laughs> Seriously, have you seen anybody wear a fucking cloak? I haven't seen them show up on uh, Amazon. I haven't seen anybody wearing them while walking down the street. 
You either have a shirt, a jacket, a parka, a coat, but not a fucking cloak. It's like a poncho with a hood. Well, I mean, like, this is a world where gingerbread men come to life. So, I mean, if you take that into account, then, you know, there's got to be other shit. Like, who knows? Maybe there's superheroes in this world. Maybe this takes place in, in in the DC universe. We don't know. We know it takes. We know it takes place in the evil bongiverse. There you go. And what what averse is that in? What metaverse is that in? The Charles Bandiverse, which is fucking hell itself. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. So hooded cloaks. Yeah. Dumb. Seriously, I don't think anybody. I've. I don't. I've never seen them in anything outside of a fairy tale. Fair enough. I would I would kind of agree with that. I, I don't think they were quite in fashion, at least not in North America. Anyway, maybe in other parts of the world. Who knows? Uh, my can next you bad. You find them on Amazon. I'm sure you can. My next bad is shitty fucking workers. Um, <laughs> like I just I don't know that stupid the 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 Tina bitch, uh, her little friend there, that I guess is also her employee, and she asked to make that cake like fifty fucking times, and she didn't fucking oh, yeah, do it because she was doing like fucking crossword puzzles and shit like that, and like oh my yeah, god, the one that becomes the Sunday. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's just <laughs> that was the she, best thing she did. She's a terrible worker, and like they, there was this weird argument where like the girl was like, "You need to do this, you know, birthday cake," and she was like, "Yeah, I'll get to it in a minute." And then she was just like, "Okay," and then like two scenes later, she came up and she was like, "I'm so sorry, I flipped out on you. I'm not a good person." And the girl was like, "It's okay. I'm not doing the birthday cake anyway." And the bitch was like, "Okay." And I was just like, what just happened? Like, why Why are you paying this girl to do anything? Like, what is she there for? Fire her ass. She's not doing anything. <laughs> you're, you're going out of business for a reason, clearly. <laughs> well, yeah, you're clearly paying too much on storage space. But with all the storage space you're using, you should be working. You should have a staff of at least 20 people working full time and shipping gingerbread across the fucking country with the space you have. And your walk-in oven, for fuck's sakes. Yep. You are not a small mom-and-pop operation. You are going national with that space. For sure. All right, what's your next bad? Okay, now we're getting the bread. Because, oh boy, as we've established... Okay, good. I'm also getting to bread. That's my last last bad. Perfect. A fairy tale witch drops off gingerbread mix... And, you know, first step of running a mom and pop operation is, like, if you're not picking up mix from your own supplier, are you just going to take, like, donated foodstuffs and just be like, all right, I guess I'm going to sell this and not inspect this. My wife also said that, like, there's no invoice, like, I'm just going to, like, like, what is just randomly dropped at your back door and there's no invoice and there's, you, there's no, you didn't sign for it. There's no, like, big truck that comes up and drops off, like, 18 other things. Like No one's signing for it. Yeah, I already said that. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's... Yeah. Yeah, because no, you never think, like... Maybe someone is sending you rat poison. You just don't fucking exactly. know. Like, okay, hey, and, I got powder. And I'm I gonna got put a, it in a mixer. I have a, a, a side bad to to fit in with the well, bad of the your bad. bad. I know, I know, but the that is a bad though, right? Because like, who does that? That's stupid. My my, I got a side bad here that I got to sneak in here. That this is a compound bad. This is so many bads within a bad. Um, this is like the 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 fucking oh, inception of bads. So the. <laughs> 
the gingerbread uh, mix. It says gingerbread seasoning mix that's dropped off on their doorstep, right? And then when they go to actually mix stuff, which I'm sure you'll talk about in a minute, they mix that with a big, another big um, thing of spices or like whatever of like a um, you know granular Fla- material. I thought they. I thought they- I thought they mixed the gingerbread with flour. That's what I would think normally, and that's what it kind of looked like. But the canister said uh, gingerbread seasoning as well. So they were mixing then gingerbread f- seasoning so she- with gingerbread seasoning. Yeah, and then the bag, the bag that she got said gingerbread mix. So she's just like, we're going to no, mix it said gingerbread like gingerbread, gingerbread seasoning mix or something. Like they both, they so they were so- just mixing the exact same thing together. It was so stupid. Wow, that's fucking dumb. Yes. So anyway, continue with your Furthermore, oh, as they're making, because this is like the, this is where I immediately started fucking screaming at this movie. Like, I had been groaning at this before thinking like, oh, well, as long as it respects some degrees of reality, just, just a few, it, like, I'll be okay. But no, we didn't even get that because Brett, the butcher, baker, Fiddlesticks maker. Yeah. He cuts himself, bleeds into the fucking food mix, and nobody thinks, oh, let's throw this shit out. Yeah. Like that was I cut my, myself. That was my next bad is is no food what? handlers, <laughs> no food safety handlers uh certificates, clearly. Uh, clearly, I think the mom is I think the mom fucks the inspector. Like that's the only place that's the only reason that they get to stay open. Like the mom, like that's probably why she drinks because she realizes like she has to whore herself out to keep her business running. Makes sense. Yep. Like I cut myself. Let's expose the food to it because this is a fucking kitchen. You know, Jack Frost. Again, we're because we're back to like uh, movies with killer puppets and dishing out puns. Jack Frost has a much better premise than this. It's still a fucking dumb and goofy premise, but it's a fun goofy premise. Yeah. This has so much blood as she's mixing it. There's no way to think like, oh, I I, I missed a, dr- a drop of blood that got into this. It's got red streaks every fucking time you mix it. It looks like fucking butterscotch. And it's just everyone fucking ignores it. This is why your restaurant is failing. <laughs> because people are just like, you know what? I found hair. I found a fucking press on nail. In my chocolate chip cookie. Oh, that's what so the disgusting. F- like, what else have people found in this shit? I'm not even going to make a list because it just gets it just gets grosser from there. Yeah, it was pretty fucking disgusting. I I was dis- as somebody who works in uh, in the food industry, I was just <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> like, what? Nobody does this. Like, what is happening? Why? I mean, I'm pretty sure even Typhoid Mary would would think twice about like when she's bleeding into the food. Would think like, oh no, I'm not going to wash my hands, but if I suddenly open them up over the food, I think I'll at least throw out this batch of stew. Yeah, exactly. Or like, just don't open your hand up over it. Like, cause he, I, I don't know. It was just so clear that he was trying to like, they didn't need, I don't know. That was just filmed badly in my view. Like there are so many better ways you could accidentally get blood into food. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm so bad. Anyway, good, bad. Well, e- even that, just, just we have to dwell on this subject because we're not, we're not done. Because there's one critical point. He, uh, Millard talks about how his mom is a witch, 
So when we see the bat show up, we see a mysterious old lady, we can put two and two together and just assume these are his ashes and, you know, they're, they're part of the mix. But what kind of fucking plan requires that you cut that that requires an idiot to cut himself over the bowl. If you have a curse where you're like, all right, I'm going to, my, my son is going to possess this batch of cookies. Yeah. It should, it should be a contained plan. It shouldn't be like, let's just hope that someone cuts themselves over this mix and that they decide to make one fucking giant cookie. Think about it. How many people, you got that much dough, you're going to make like a bunch yeah. of little cookies. You're not going to make one fucking giant dude. Like you're going out of business again for a reason. Like you wasted all that dough. You made one, like all that time that you spent all that dough. Like, right. Cause like, she, like, oh, nobody's going to buy a $15 so... cookie. And then, and then like, what did you do with the rest of your time? You just made that one cookie and you were like, okay, like I'm done for the day now. Like you can Even leave. So we made not... one cookie at this bakery. <laughs> One bowl, one cookie. That's fucking it. I just, yeah. None of it made sense. None of it. Do you have any more bads? Uh, oh, I got plenty. Did you say you had other, you had no more bads? No. Well, I mean, like, other than, I, I've got, a, I got a bunch of what the fucks, but <laughs> not, not, okay. not more, any more specific bads necessarily. Okay. My next bad. How do you shoot the banner off of a window without breaking the window? Yes. This definitely. is fucking intentionally stupid. Yes, that was. I uh, agree. We already covered all that dough and you only make one fucking cookie. Dumb. Uh, magic lightning? Because we see magic lightning in this. He's already made by a witch and a dead man's ashes and mixed with blood. What else do we fucking need in this movie? Is the restaurant built on an ancient native burial ground? <laughs> This is a lot like Silent Night 5 with toys that require like numerous outside factors in order to, to do their kills properly. Like, like this fucking idiot Charles Band has a thing for writing Rube Goldberg horror movie premises, which simultaneously <laughs> overthink and underthink at the same time. Uh, and then we see like the old lady trying to do like the Pillsbury poke on the, uh, uh, on, on the Gary Busey puppet. Mm-hmm. With some pretty fucking lousy acting on her part, yeah, and, and also hiding the fact hiding the fact that she clearly hasn't really lost her finger by grabbing it instead of trying to like stem the blood from where it should be severed from. Like she's a good actress because she was in the Italian Job and Walking Tall, the final chapter, the Entity, and yet she pulls out this performance. Also, <laughs> we see her fall into a hospital clothing cart filled with towels. It's a kitchen, not a prison. <laughs> but but Elvira did lighten it up with calling the puppet a turd in a bow tie and Gumby on crack. Oh my gosh. Her little like things, like on one hand, they kind of took me out of the movie, but on the other hand, they were fucking <laughs> That's a hilarious. Good thing. Well, I mean, on like, the, on, I don't know. On the like, bad side, they took you out of the movie. On the good side, they took me out of this movie. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, like, that's kind of what it was. But uh, I don't know. Maybe just because I wasn't expecting it necessarily. And, I, you know, I'm not used to watching that type of content. <gasps> but, uh, it, yeah, she was quite entertaining. <laughs> yeah. All in and all, my last bad sure. 
is my last bad is two bads. Uh, the flirty bullshit going on with her enemy's side piece. Like, he's dating, he, he's fucking someone who makes your life hell. On that, no matter how attractive you may think he is, on that premise alone, you should be like, that just tells me enough about him as a person. I don't want to have that anyone who finds her attractive finding me attractive. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, more flirting, they're flirting while they're being hunted by a cookie demon. <laughs> Seriously, how about you fucking survive, then when all said and done, then you can be like, well, I guess it's just us, and then you can kind of look at each other and have that <laughs> music playing, okay? But you don't be like, hey, you know, you're kind of cute when you're breathing heavily and, you know, arming yourself with a spatula. Like, fuck that. Uh, so, I'm done with bads. Uh, I have no what the fucks because this movie seemed to subvert that. So, I guess what about uh, you? maybe mine could have been under the bad category, but um, <laughs> I thought it was really weird um, that the font for the credits were like Celtic or Welsh or something like the font was like inspired by Celtic or Welsh or something like that. It was, it was really like, like old English or something. And I was like, well, what does this have to do with a ginger dead man? <laughs> like, <laughs> I think the, I, I think I know why. And it's something only someone with my brain could figure out. Okay. And that is the Rankin Bass holiday specials because they were puppet. They were puppet. Like remember Rudolph? Yeah. And uh, the little drummer boy and all that. They had the same Celtic font when they were doing their uh, their introductions. And because this is a movie with a puppet, they thought they were going to, like, since Rankin Bass did puppet movies, and they're mm -hmm. doing a puppet movie, they might as well give that that spirit. I guess. So make a, make a reference to something that's infinitely better. I guess. Sure. That could work. Um, I don't know. I just, I thought it was weird. I guess that, that kind of could Oh, work. it is weird. <laughs> Who knows? It is weird uh, and my out next, of place. <laughs> my next, uh, what the fuck was the gingerbread seasoning into the gingerbread seasoning. Just makes no sense. Uh, the biggest cookie <laughs> well, cutter ever. Like that again. Like, yeah. Like that. Like what the fuck? Like why? Why do you, why It wasn't why even you made from this? hand. It was, this is a, this is a cookie the size of a fucking chihuahua. And they have a cutter for that. And like, something like that you think would be freestyle. And then the other thing, too, to think about is like, not only are you wasting all that dough just making one cookie and whatever, but that cookie is also going to take a very long time to cook and might not even cook evenly. <laughs> like, so that, yeah. Um, and my last, my last what the fuck, which I guess could have, again, gone under bad maybe, but it just, it surprised me more than made me go, this is stupid, uh, is like all of a sudden once um, Joe fucking wrestler was uh, possessed by the gingerbread dead man, uh, <laughs> he turned into like a zombie or something that was kind of weird. <laughs> like I didn't quite understand what was happening there. Um, I, I was a little confused for sure, but, uh, you know, well, I, I made it through, uh, you know, got some therapy, made it through. Um, yeah, that's my last what the fuck. Somehow I made it through. Yeah, definitely somehow. Uh, like a baker possessed for the very first time. Oh, gosh. 
Yeah. Uh, so now we'll take it to the kill of the week. And my kill goes to Brett, that fucking idiot, because his stupidity came full circle and he got what he fucking deserved. Yep. He started this and it ended him. So that was fucking great. That's my kill. I I don't I, I would say personally, the knife to the head for the dumbass bitch was pretty great. That was gratifying for me. Oh yeah, that's another asshole being taken down. So that's that's a valid kill. Yeah. Yeah. Also, well, also the dad also getting killed. That was that was also <laughs> super fun because uh, yeah! he was a douchebag. He was a douchebag, <laughs> and he's also been in like uh, I checked his IMDb. He's been in a few other things that I've like kind of seen. Uh, he seems to be a a, a bit of a, a a bit actor, bit actor, a character actor. There you go. Yeah, that 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 one called. of them. One of them. So. My rating for this movie, I'm going to give this zero cherry nipples out of five. The only real good, the only real goods were outside of this movie, but you know, everyone's acting was just a fucking crime against horror. Charles Band has been at this for over 30 years, so you think he would have learned how to, you know, second guess his worst instincts and make good movies by now. But, but, you know, 30 years of experience just means fuck all, it seems. You know, James Gunn, when he made his first movie, he fucking knocked it out of the park. And he just kept doing it. So it just goes to show, practice doesn't always make perfect. Either you got it, or you never will. Ouch. Are you like, is that like, what, is, is that how this show ends? Is that your sign off now? No, that's me ending my rating. Now you're rating. Oh, I thought that was you just being like, we're not successful, so I guess we shouldn't continue either. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> no, we're fucking legendary. Okay. <laughs> no, this show is fucking legendary. We just haven't been discovered yet. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't have any... We're like, we're like Marilyn Monroe in the car shop, like putting, putting like uh, bolts on hubcaps and shit. It's like, you know, you've got the goods. It's just, you know, you're just waiting for the photographer to come along and just be like, hey, I'm going to make you famous. <laughs> so that's us, Internet. We're waiting for you to make us famous. I, 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 I enjoyed it for what it was. I would say, you know, like maybe like, a, I, like I'm, down, I'm down with the 28% or whatever it was. Like I'm good with a two or a three out of 10. Like it's, it's stupid. If you have one hour to waste, then like, I guess you could definitely do worse. <laughs> as much as that the says evil about bong? it how about you watch the 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 ginger dead man versus evil bong and then let me know if it if it managed to pick up yeah, if the we'll franchise see. was just like waiting to to get some legs under it i'm i i don't know i just i thought it was going to be a lot worse is all i have to say yeah well i'm also still exhausted from charles band's last movie so you know, I, I still haven't recovered from my hatred of him, so I wasn't in a, <laughs> I was not in a good state. So that's it for this, uh, this year. Fuck you, Eric, for suggesting this movie. And I, I guess uh, I would also Rich, agree with that. Few- actually, <laughs> all right. So that that's that's the one hundred percent consensus from us towards Eric. But uh, you know. Now that we've done this atonement movie, now let's watch some friggin' good movies, okay, Eric? 
No. And no. Oh, oh no. Not good movies, no. <laughs> uh, so we hope that uh, you will hear some better suggestions, if not from Eric, than from the rest of you in this year of 2022. And uh, Heather will be back. And hopefully Rich will too. And, hope, you know, I managed to uh, get some of my old friends on the show. And it was all when Heather was unable to record. So hopefully I'll be able to actually get Heather to meet some of my friends. I'm sure it'll uh, happen eventually. I mean, just don't scare her away. Then you're good to go. Huh? I don't scare women away. I just show them all of my personality all the time and then let them know that I expect a full commitment from them. So you have the opposite opposite of commitment issues. <laughs> uh, but until next time, I'm lonely. And I'm not. And thank you for joining us on The Graveyard Shift. The Graveyard Shift is a Strange Biscuits production. Visit our website at strangebiscuits.com slash graveyard shift to hear all of our previous episodes. Subscribe to us, rate, and review us on CastBox, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, and Spotify. And don't forget to check out our Instagram at The Graveyard Shift Pod, as well as our Facebook at The Graveyard Shift Pod. Our Twitter is GS underscore Horror Pod. And if you wish to support the show financially, visit us at patreon.com slash graveyard. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help support the show and get bonus content. The theme for The Graveyard Shift is As Brutal As It Ever Was by Technoaxe. Visit their website at technoaxe.com and their YouTube channel for more royalty-free music. Thank you for listening, and as always, stay spooky. Ha 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 